Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. show tonight. My name is Quincy and this is my show. And tonight we are discussing social media copycats and yet another case of extreme parenting. But before I get started, let me do a little show maintenance and explain how this show works. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, Simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. 
And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. All right. T2Q radio show number 495 starts right after a word from soultosoulconversations.com and allborrow.com. Soul to Soul conversations occur when two spirits communicate. Tanya is a gifted spiritual intuitive whose readings are much like spiritual conversations between two divine beings. She uses her God-given gifts of clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance, empathy, and mediumship to enlighten, empower, clarify, motivate, and inspire. She is a messenger. She uses her spiritual energy on a continuous and continual basis to enlighten and empower others via the channeled information she receives. Her soul-stirring readings are her way of honoring her soul purpose of assisting in the healing of others. She lives her truth and only relays such. Tanya is not your typical psychic. She uses her intuitive energy in a spiritual manner. In every reading, her focus is on your healing. In an effort to be of more spiritual value to God, she fragmented her gifts to be able to provide over 14 types of readings ranging from mommy and me readings to relationship readings to the ever popular spiritual reading via email. Be advised. Tanya is not one to seek for information. She is one to contact for enlightenment. Find her on her website, soultosoulconversations.com. Do you want to borrow money? Allborrow.com. List where you can borrow money from. Allborrow.com. Hi, I'm Veronica of Sublicification.com, and you're listening to the Talk QQ radio show. No experts, just opinions. And I am back. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. My thanks to soul2soulconversations.com and allborrow.com for being sponsors of tonight's show. All right. Social media copycats. Social media makes us stupid. I mean, I can't put it any more clearly than that. I mean, sure, it's entertaining to those who already have a foundation in common sense. But let's face it, that's a minority. So what do you? What happens when you mix social media channels with people who do not have common sense? Crazy stunts that results in serious injuries, if not death. Mixed signals in relationships. Crazy over-the-top political statements. And a community full of trolls and douchebags, for lack of a better term. On tonight's show, we'll discuss these people and some of the examples of how they're making America a worse place to live. But let me go to the phone lines first and go to the 248 area code outside the Motor City of Detroit, Michigan, and welcome on Crystal. Crystal, how are you? Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. What's going on in your world? 
Mm, not much. <laughs> okay. All right. And I have a, another caller from the 813 area code, which I believe is the Tampa, Florida area. Caller, what's your name? You, we might as well make this a whole party, man. So, <laughs> My Trey, man. Trey. Trey, what's happening, bro? Not too much, man. Sitting here looking at the stupid All-Star game. This is more interesting, so I'm going to put the okay. volume down on the All-Star game and listen to, listen to people. Listen, let's talk about some idiots on, on the web. I forgot they still play baseball. Yeah. And, all right. Glad to have you, Andre. I think this is your first trip into the into the show, isn't it? This I'm a version caller. Cherry busted. I'm in. All right. <laughs> That's what's up. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and get started. I'm sure there'll be some others who will call in in just a bit. All right. So, Crystal, I'll start with you first. What is your purpose? for using social media, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. What's your purpose? Um, business. <laughs> That's it. I mean, social media for me is to promote my business, promote my brands, my books, everything that is me. Go to ChrisFickerson.com. Shameless plug. <laughs> and she, she, uh, she got that one in quickly, didn't she? <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> All right. Well, Dre, what about you, man? What are you using for? All right. Um, I guess. All right. I take a lot of selfies, and I'm 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 that guy that's <laughs> taking that random selfie in the car. I'm the guy that takes pictures of his food cooked and after it's cooked. I'm the guy that takes selfies of his, you know, pictures with his kids. You know, I haven't actually used Instagram for what it's really useful, which is for when you take trips and do stuff. Because I don't leave the house, I don't leave Tampa. But you know, um, for the most part, I'm when I when I'm on Twitter, it's I like to look at I, I I'm, a, I'm I'm a people watcher, so I read and look at stuff, and basically it's almost like reading the newspaper. So you know, I follow a lot of people who have like a lot of stupid insight on stuff. And then Facebook, that's kind of like, all right, that's like the last resort. So I go to Facebook. I got, you know, obviously, you know, some friends, people that I know who I interact with daily. Right. And then there's like 200 other thousand people that I don't care about. So, um, <laughs> you know, but for the most part, again, it's like if I want to read the newspaper, I'll just read Facebook. Half the stuff's true, half it's not. But, you know, it's entertaining nonetheless. That's pretty much it, really. I mean, I don't. Okay. it's not that serious, but, you know. Okay. There. Well, uh, like for me, it depends on, like I use Facebook for, um, I mean, promoting my show and just looking for stuff that's funny. You know, I get show topics from Facebook as well. Twitter is for just quick entertainment. I love Twitter when there's an award show on. Oh, Twitter <laughs> is the funniest thing when there is any type of award show on. Oh, my goodness. The memes are amazing. And then Instagram, oh, yeah. you know, I post just pictures of whatever on Instagram, so it kind of depends. But um, each one kind of serves a different purpose for me. However, Crystal, to me, social media allows people of like minds a lot of time to get together on certain topics or interests. Do you think that social media creates a mob mentality since it allows like minds to congregate regularly? Bristol. You don't need probably. Bristol. Bueller. 
Bueller. All right, I'll ask can you, you that me? question. Yes, I can hear you now, Buck. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, see, the stupid phone is why I hate putting it on mute when I'm on here. But you need to hear everything else going on. I'm sorry. You hear the question? Yes. Okay. Okay. Go what, ahead. Was, what I was saying, because I was just talking away, what I was saying was, um, since you mentioned TV, that's I also watch when I watch Bachelor and when I watch um, Big Brother. I do that. I go to Twitter to comment on what's going on. So, yeah, when you talk about mob mentality, in a way, I guess we're all a mob (laughs) right there at the same time, you know, live tweeting. And we talk about the people, we comment and repost what someone has said. It's just all a bunch of crazy crap. So, yeah, it is kind of a mob mentality. And, And I find that you know, just on my personal Facebook page, which is actually not becoming so personal anymore. I don't know why. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, um, I I post, like, when I post just regular stuff, people like it or whatever, no big deal. But if I post something, like recently I posted an article, you know, that I found interesting about, a you know, a young lady who had um, killed her baby because she didn't want to be a mom. Yeah, was that was sad. And I got a, so many people who commented or liked or said something about it, and they just continued, and it was like long passages. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. Maybe I should do that more on my other sites. Maybe people would comment. And I was just, you know, posting it because it, it was a personal, it hit me, you know. So I want to, yeah. you know, that's what I post on there usually. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, people kind of, they do have a kind of a mob mentality. They, everybody gets on the bandwagon of whatever and or if you say something against what everybody else is thinking, then sometimes then you'll, it'll turn into a back and forth with just two people or whatever. True. So I've seen that happen on other people's um, Facebook pages or whatever, which I'm like, okay, what were we talking about? I thought we were just <laughs> commenting on this picture, and now we're into, right. you know, everybody's a bunch of racist homophobes or something. I was like, what? what do, where do we go? That happens a lot on your group. That's why I like going in there. On your Facebook group page, it's just, you know, you post crazy crap, and it's just funny. I know, and people respond to it. Well, um, oh, yeah. first of all, shouts out to Sherry from the Priceless Minds show listening in the chat room. Uh, Dre, when you have these like minds get together and people who just get influenced by what they're seeing, um, do first of all, do you believe in social media copycats, people who mimic what they see, because they're trying to get more views and more likes, you know, like people who do the setup, the sentiment challenge, or people who twerk, all that stuff. Yeah, it is the the ever it's ever present struggle to be accepted by the rest of society. So yeah, it, I definitely believe that people do that specifically just to get, you know, just to get their own hashtag, or you know, so this so it can become a, a verified account. I'm going to do anything humanly possible short of maybe peeing on myself to make sure that I get like a thousand followers by 2 a.m. So, yeah, there's people that do that all the time. So, yeah, you get the Twitter famous folks and the Instagram models, you know, and, <laughs> you know, and, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So, you, the, you know, the chick that comes, she's posting selfies of her, she, when her get her face beat, as they say, um, and she's got, you know, she's going out with her girls, you know, she's, you know, doing this and that or whatever. 
so yeah, I, I definitely agree. There's people that actually sit there and just think about stuff. What can I do outlandish today to get people to love me on Twitter? I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know. And the Twitter beefs of what you know what Chris was talking about, crazy. Because I will sit there and laugh at people. Oh yeah. All right. So Dre, as someone that has young kids, with social media, what can parents do to prevent kids from injuries from some of the stupid things that they come across online? or doing something that they may regret in the future, you know, that can come back to bite them. Just don't get them on there. I mean, my okay, my, my oldest son's 14, okay? Does he have a Facebook account? No. Why? Because of stuff like that. And, you know, and, and I've seen kids, I've heard about kids that are on Facebook that are getting suspended from school because some kid calls them a name on Facebook. Or instead of meeting me in the playground, meet me in the inbox. And, you know, and they're going to go back and forth <laughs> like that. And then until finally it just it comes to a head where they actually meet at school or whatever. And now, he, now being that my son has Google, he has a Gmail account, he's got Google+. Plus. So, but his stuff, most of his stuff, I, I check his stuff. That's another thing, parents. If your yeah, child definitely. has social media, you have a right as a parent who have created squeezed up, whatever, and birthed them, ladies, to have any access to anything that they have while they're living in your house or at least under the age of 18. So if they get pissed off, so what? I really don't care. Like like, like a famous yeah, person Yeah, if, if your kids are you. pissed off with you, then you're not a good parent. At some yeah, point, I, they should be pissed off with you at some point. Oh, yeah. I could get – I don't – let him get, let them both get mad. I don't care what. What you gonna do? What are you gonna do? If you got, you know, I, he has Google Plus. I have access to it. I have access to all of his email, all that stuff. So if you, so if you want to talk about, it's called accountability, parents. So if you don't want all this crap happening, how about just monitor your kids' stuff? If you want to call it communist China, I don't care. It's my house, my rules. So that's that's the only way I can think of that can curb some of this idiocy that goes through on social media. All right. Now, Crystal, your kids are, are older, but, um, you know, they did kind of fall into this digital age as well. I mean, do you agree with Dre? Do you feel differently? Well, by the time, um, you know, the digital age really just hit home for them, uh, I don't think my daughter had a a page, a Facebook page, until she was at least, I guess 16 or so. And, um, but now they have, you know, their own, of course they're grown now, but they have their Instagram pages. And, um, my son always warns me, he goes, okay, I know you're a follower of my Instagram. I try not to post, you know, too, too many pics, but don't get, um, what do you say? Don't get alarmed or whatever. If you see something there, that's kind of a little risque. I was like, don't worry, I don't go there much. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the same thing for my daughter, you know, um, especially when she first went into college, I would look at her Instagram all the time because she rarely posts anything on Facebook. Young people aren't on Facebook anymore anyway. So um, I, I go there just to see, well, some are, but a lot of them have maneuvered off of there because there's too many old people there. Um, there's, you know, you got your parents, you got grandma, you got your aunts and uncles. It's more like a family affair kind of thing and for businesses. Mm -hmm. 
it's um, less for kids who just want to hang out and have a good time. They know where to go, so they don't really hang out on Facebook like that. They go to like Instagram and some of the other sites to hang out. And so she posts a lot there. And um, so I used to see, like when she first got into college, I would see her um, when she went to the club. I was like, oh, okay, I guess you're wearing that to the club. I tried. I said, okay, I got to stop watching that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was a little much. I was like, okay, I can't do this. So, yeah, I mean, but I would say for parents, if you for younger kids, especially nowadays, um, yeah, I would agree with Dre. Keep them off of there when they're like 14. They're preteens and stuff like that. They don't understand a lot. And then to remind them once they do get on, when they get into their uh, high school years, that um, don't take everything seriously and don't hash out your problems on Facebook. Oh, and the one thing bye. you do not do is post, and I had to, to talk to one of my um, nieces like about this. She would post, I mean, just the most personal stuff. Yeah. And if you're just on her page and you don't know her, then you'd be like, okay, what the hell is she talking about? But see, I know her, and I know what the hell she's talking about because I know what just, you know, happened. And um, I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> don't fucking post that. Because maybe only five people in the family know what you're talking about, but we know what you're talking about. So you literally just said that to this person, you know. Um, and it's, yeah, I, but I see that all the time, young and old, probably more old than anything. Yeah, I'll just like, say, cause, you know, just yeah, because it's, it. it's way too many grown people that think that Facebook is their therapist. So, you know, yeah, 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 no, seriously. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm like, how old are you? It goes back to the like mentalities, though, because you feel like if you put it out there, whatever is bothering you, you're going to have enough friends confirm whatever it is. Um, you know, they're going to tell you, you know, yeah, you're right. That person shouldn't have done you like this or whatever. So they're looking for confirmation for something. And most of the time, the confirmation is probably you know you're dumb completely biased yeah but you've opened but, uh, your do- you open the door up to all these people right. knowing your your personal business right i mean you i think if you want to do that then start a blog start a blog and let people who come to your blog let them respond but i think putting it out there just on facebook with any random person i think it's just different with facebook than it is if you just had your own personal blog and you decided I'm going to write about my feelings today. I think that's different somehow. Yeah. They're yeah. just any, any old random person. I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. Okay. Three, four, seven, two, zero, two, zero, two, one, five is the number on the talk to Q radio show. And let's go ahead. Let's talk about relationships. Um, Dre, in what ways can social media cause mixed, mixed signals in a relationship? When the person's talking, when homie's talking to, he's talking to Bay, but then he's got a girl on the side, and all of a sudden, the next day, like after a weekend, all of a sudden, Bay is, he, you know, so-and-so's in a relationship with so-and-so, and then Saichik gets really upset, and then she goes and friends the, the girl, and she doesn't know any better because she doesn't know any wiser. So she goes, oh, okay, it's fine, yeah, whatever. And now all of a sudden, she's like, I hustling the hell out of this chick. 
and looking, looking at all the pictures and liking all, just stalking, getting really crazy. Um, and that's just one example. Mixed signals with me is just like, well, okay, first off, don't put your relationship on Facebook, period, or your social media for that matter. I mean, you can do like simple pictures here and there, but when y'all start arguing on Facebook, a friend of mine did that once, had a post, and we're talking like a thread of an argument between him and his wife. I'm like, dude, I'm going to need you to take this off of here. This isn't even my page. I feel sorry for you. Mm. But, you know, some of the mixed signals, I mean, you just got to, you, you got to keep that stuff off of it. There's a time and a place for it. If you want to do like an anniversary picture or if you want to go, hey, we're on vacation or something like that, that's great. But So people can break in and rob your house while you're gone? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But, I mean, you know, but when they start going and, and just going back and forth, I mean, having fun is one thing, but when you start getting too serious with it and taking it too seriously, that's where the issue lies because – you don't know if the other person that may like you may be trying to sabotage you on the back end, you know, do a reverse double dog, double blue jay grab ass, and then sabotage your whole relationship, and you don't even know why. And then here she comes like, oh, I'm sorry to hear about your breakup. How you doing? You know, and it's just crazy. It's just... All right, Crystal on um, Twitter, Mo Bella Hughes chimed in and said, people be like Facebook brokers up. Know your man or slash woman who doesn't respect you broke y'all up. Do you agree with that? That social media doesn't break people up. Just bad relationships break people up. Oh well, yeah. Just like well, I don't agree that the you know the the you know side person broke them up. <laughs> I don't I don't believe in that. I don't believe anybody can steal anybody from them. But um, but yeah, I think you know kind of what you were saying earlier about you know mixed signals. Um, something as silly as you're in a, well, you're starting out in a relationship and you look and you see that someone is single. Okay. So they're single on Facebook and then you get together and you're actually dating and then, you know, you're actually together and then you look and you see that he hasn't changed from single to in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I. I would be pissed off about that. <laughs> uh, so, and some people don't even think about it, but it can be, it can cause a ruckus in your relationship if you don't make sure that you are changing your Facebook status, your relationship status anyway. But that's a good question, but my thing is, I'm looking at the person, like how shallow are you that you have to validate to the entire world via Facebook that you're in a relationship. People that you're probably going to never, ever, ever see ever in your entire existence. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If the other person is so strongly about it, then you should change it because it's sending out a signal to what, okay, what the other person is thinking, and I won't say just females because maybe males feel the same way, some of them. But what it's saying is, like, first you have it up there that you're single. You don't even have to have that up there at all, you know. Nope. Because I don't right. have mine up there at all. Me either. But if you do have it up there, then that means that um, you acknowledge it somehow that you're single. Okay, now that, now we're in a relationship, so put in, we are in a relationship. And then put in, once we get married or whatever, that now we're married. Because that way it says to everyone who who is on your page that um, this person is now married or in a relationship or whatever, so don't, you know, send little 
sexy messages to them, which sometimes I get from people. And I'm like, do you realize that you just sent this to like everybody? I mean, they do have instant messenger. You can just message just me. (laughs) It is like, why would you do that? Um, But yeah, some people do that. They just, you know, they post messages because you're single. You're like, I can say whatever I want. Well, that's why it's important to do that. I agree with some of that. Um, I like the option that prompts people to ask. And the reason being is because I've seen people go from single to in a relationship to it's complicated to single in a relationship. And, and it really makes you look stupid. Right. It's so, complicated. <laughs> yeah. That's a so one. I, I said that mine is going to just either remain on one status until I get engaged, you know, or it's just going to be um, just prompt a person to ask if you really want to know then ask you know and I can tell you what my situation is but um all the back and forth and stuff I it just doesn't work I mean you know I tried that you know in a relationship thing and then next thing you know when you're not in a relationship anymore then folks are asking questions because you know most of the time you tag the other person you're in a relationship with and they're right. both asking questions right. so now you have more people getting in your business talking about what happened so it's best to just I think to just if you take pictures with your significant other, that's fine. They'll slowly disappear once you're no more. But uh, I just don't like the idea of broadcasting your status. Uh, I mean, because you know most people lie about what they are anyway, so it doesn't really matter. To be honest with you, well, I guess if you're if you're if married, you're married then that, that would be yeah, yeah, that would be good. If you're married, that's or if you're engaged, I can I can see that. I can res- respect that. But if you're just in a relationship or whatever, to most people, you're single anyway. So, yeah, to me, you are. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how I look at it. But, okay, so should people who are in a relationship with each other be friends slash followers of each other on social media? Why or why not? And, Crystal, I'll ask you first. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, um, I think you should have separate pages, but I think you should be uh, – befriend each other um i hate people who have dual pages i do too but um but yeah i guess i mean why not i I mean what is there to hide i mean because really all you're doing is posting different things on there and uh, you know whatever and so what's the difference i mean i i try not to ever post anything too personal on my personal page what i usually do though is i'll post like a video and and sometimes it'll be the mood I'm in or something, or I might quote a, a line in the lyric, and people are like, okay, she's drunk and sad. Uh, but, <laughs> so, but but that's about it. You know, I had to I had to learn to do that also from having friends, coworkers as friends. You know, um, posting too much personal stuff, so I just post the video. But. But yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think I would have a problem if a guy said, um, you know, try to say, you know, he doesn't want me as his friend, or he doesn't want me to see, or don't get mad at this, or you know, just let it be, whatever. I mean, if you're not doing anything wrong, then it won't really matter, and we can have an honest conversation if I want to ask you something about it. So, what's the big deal? Okay, Dre, what do you think, man? You think you should um, follow each other? It's. It depends on the relationship. If, if you're that strong, then yeah, go ahead. If you're just starting out, you might want to wait a little bit. Because um, if you're just starting out and things don't work out, then then it gets real ugly and real awkward and the big elephant in the room. 
So you don't want that. Now, and I'll agree with Crystal. Nothing says I have my ball in a glass jar than having a joint pace in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I think that it's just so stupid. I'm sorry. I mean, there's enough names on Facebook for you to have your own. I mean, you, if you want to say you're married to them, that's fine. But, I mean, I, it gets to a point where, okay, if I'm in a relationship with somebody and we started out as friends on Facebook, that's one thing. But all of a sudden, if she wants, wants, all of a sudden she just arbitrarily joins Facebook just for the hell of it. That's crazy. Um, but if you know if they've already had pages before, I don't see a problem with it. You know, but again, that depends on the couple. If they're strong enough to actually deal with it, and that's fine. Because sometimes you know you'll climb around and joke around, whatever. But then again, be careful when if things aren't going all that great at the house. Where and you know you're that person that wants to come in. I just hate my life. Feeling, you know, feeling awful or some something, and, and you know, they start people start going off like you said, they're getting in your business and stuff like that. Instagram is a little bit different because it's not that much information; it's just pictures. Mm-hmm. But you just gotta stay away from the DMs and stuff like that. I mean, the DMs are what kill. Uh, that's what kills. Well, that's what that's the catalyst, I should say, for a lot of bad relationships. Those stupid DMs man, because they're directly to you and not to anybody else. Yeah. I think that um, I think that it depends on the maturity level of the couple, as far as if you can be friends. Um, because I, I've been in a situation where it was cool, and I've been um, in, in a situation where it was a problem. Um, so, because there's just certain things you don't want to see your significant other saying. Now, of course, they shouldn't mm-hmm. say it, but some people look at social media strictly entertainment, and it's like. You know, I don't know if living out 900 number fantasies or however you want to look at it. You know, people enjoy the attention. So I've had the best of both worlds, and I just think it depends on the the people involved in the mindset, whether they should be friends or followers on social media or not. I think um, that you should be able to be friends because you shouldn't be doing anything that's going to disrespect the other person. But all right, like it just depends on the nature of your relationship. Um but I, I do want to ask, since we're talking about, you know, the overall topic is about copycats. One place where I really see a lot of copycats um, comes to photos, the way people pose. You have people with the pouty lips, people looking down at their feet, um, or making these poses using what I call thought hands. You know, thought yeah. hands is when you, when you hold your hands like in a certain little, I don't know, almost like a cat cat pawing type pose i I can't really describe it so i mean i I mean i can easily go on facebook right now and find 10 photos from different people that all have the same type of poses you know so what do you think about that dre i mean let's let's talk about it because i'm a let's be honest most of this comes from the women i mean guys just pretty much have one pose i guess but you know pretty much nope or, yeah, or so, glass in the hand or something like that, you know. <laughs> right. But yeah, the, the women with the, the thought hands and looking down at the shoes and all that, what do you think about all that? It gets old after a while. It's like you're not modeling, again, the Instagram model, you know, or like they'll like pose and do something stupid. Like they'll look at the ground and say, I'm just doing me. I'm all about myself. And they'll like hashtag Drake or some stupid stuff like that, you know. And, and it, it does get annoying after a while when you see like a bunch of, the same people that don't even know each other have the same exact pose. That's definitely the whole copycat thing you're talking about. I can't okay, do it. 
Crystal, how do you feel about it? And how do you feel about people who are like, you know, over 25 who do what I guess? I don't know. Whatever age you want to pick. <laughs> you know, um, I, I really haven't noticed the women that much. The only time I notice as far as um, pictures are concerned, I've just noticed that a lot of them are usually posed with their butt to the you know, to the camera, and then they're looking back over their shoulder, you know, look mm-hmm. back at it. <laughs> but um, that's about it that I notice. Um, I never notice the whole looking at the shoes. I don't know what that's about. Um, so that's, that's kind of interesting. I have to, now I have to look at that. I never noticed that. But for guys, um, usually what I've noticed with guys is usually I call them the prison poses. Where they trying to look hard, and they all do the same, you know, either bent, you know, in a squat, you know, with their hands through their legs or something, looking all hard, or with their head way up high, you know, with their arms crossed, yeah. kind of a thing, <laughs> um, you know, that type of thing, which is so hilarious to me, and nobody's smiling, you know, God forbid that, that a guy smiles, um, so it's kind of funny. But uh, but as far as um, copycatting, I think people pose the way they feel that um, will get the most notice. And if and they want to kind of look, yeah, I guess it is copycatting because you want to kind of look like somebody or or a um, star or you know celebrity. So you're looking at how she posed and you're trying to do that as well. So you know, <laughs> I guess. Well, I okay. can honestly say. Adam, and I'm on all, I'm on the big three, so I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. <clears throat> and there's one lady I she I actually follow her on Twitter and on Instagram. And you know she's from California. She's a total health nut, right? And she's really, really mm-hmm. she's a, a genuinely really nice person. It's awesome. She's, uh, Honey Fit Boo is her um, uh, whatever it is. Honey Fit right, Boo. Okay. Honey, Honey Fit, Fit Boo. Honey Fit Boo. And, well, that tells me something right there. Right, but I tell you what, if you look at any of her pictures, they're probably the most classy that I've ever seen in my entire life. Out of all the people I look mm-hmm. at on, on, on the social media, she doesn't post a thing with her ass mm-hmm. hanging out. She's not, you know, because she's like a, she's, she's like totally into health, and I'm actually taking tips from her, actually. And, I've, you, know, I've, you know, we DM a couple of times. We had a good conversation. She's actually a really nice, genuine person. And, you know, she posts stuff about her food, what she's eating or something like that, but it's all healthy stuff to, to kind of, like, get her brand out, so to speak. So she's, like, the exception now, you know, as far as, as opposed to the rule nowadays as far as, like, the, the social uh, etiquette of social media. So. Oh, yeah, she's nice. Well, I think the people who put out who are <laughs> doing brands, um, uh-huh. who are branding themselves, are different than regular people. So I don't I don't include them. I don't know if you were cute. I don't include them on Facebook pics because it's right. what we're talking about. Because I'm you know regular people they just post regular photos of themselves. People who are branding themselves they always now they also have a look. You know you can tell <laughs> the ones who are branding and the ones who are not branding, yeah. um, who are just you know doing their thing. So. Okay. Well, I'm checking out Honey Fit Boo. Very classy photos. Not one photo <laughs> yeah. that I think is inappropriate. She's very attractive. 
She has a bunch of Classy different hose. types of bunch of different types of foods that she's displaying, showing pictures of her workout equipment. Most of her pictures of like a like her legs or something like that. But yeah, very classy. All right, I got distracted. What are we talking about? Oh, um, exactly. 347-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. Let me go to a caller in the 865 area code. Caller, what's your name? What's up? It's Daddy Rich. Daddy, Daddy Rich. Rich, what's happening? Representing Knoxville. Hey, Daddy. Hey, hey. I had a few things I had to take care of, so I'm, I'm a little late. That's all good, man. Better late than never. We appreciate you calling in. Daddy Rich, I want to ask you, man, about political statements that are made via social media. Um, do you think they carry the weight that an actual physical protest does? Like, do you think it's, it, it's, it carries more weight for maybe 100,000 people to hashtag something on Twitter as opposed to maybe 1,500 people going down to the Capitol building and protesting with signs? To be honest, I don't think either of them carry any weight. I think they may get no notability, you know, noticed. I think maybe the social media probably these days carries more weight, as you would say, uh, because of the notability across the country, you know, and in the world per se. And I think more people are on social media so you're going to get more of a, a following if it's something that people are really wanting to get done uh with the political situations but uh i don't think that i think those people the, the politicians they see those things and i think that the internet really is a big way of them gauging uh how people feel but i don't think that they really care Either way, I think that they've got an agenda. So, I mean, as you would say, carry weight, maybe they see it more with the online presence. Okay. All right. And, um, I mean, so, Crystal, when you talk about political statements, first of all, to give your opinion, do you think it carries more weight online as opposed to physical? Uh, let me ask you that first. Well, no, well, no, not if you can translate the online people um, into voters, then yeah, it does carry weight. But if you just want to gauge, do like a quick poll that can be added in your in your poll surveys, which I'm sure it is, as far as um, what issues seems to be more out there. I'm sure they have people following Change.org in order to find out what's going on, what people are you know, um, talking about and what issues are pressing. That could be is more like a guideline for the politician to say, okay, let's let's focus on this because it seems my constituents are really interested in this particular topic, um, et cetera. But, and that's really what will make change anyway, is if you, you if the people within your community, whoever you're particularly voting for, if you make it known that, if you have a particular group that are voting and let and let your politician know that you are listening, your group is listening to what's going on on their page, on their social media, what's out there and where they're getting their information, then yeah, then that does make a, a difference to that particular politician because the goal is to be re 
uh, elected or to get their person elected. So, so yeah, it, it, any kind of voice is what is needed. However, and yeah, on social media, it's kind of a passive voice, but it's still a voice that can be gauged and you can use it to your advantage. But if there's nothing about a particular issue, then they don't care about it. So you, something is better than nothing. Okay. All right. And so we have copycat social media copycats when it comes to political statements. Like right now you have people who are running up to people's houses and vehicles or whatever and ripping off Confederate flags and doing things of that nature. I mean, Dre, how do you feel about that? Those people are the most stupid people on the planet. I mean, because you and I just talked about that earlier today, where I saw this video of this idiot gets out of the car, goes up to this guy's house, and the guy's, and the guy's got a, a Confederate flag that's posted on his house. He's not in the street. He's not in the store. He's not at Walmart. He's in his, it's at his house. The guy runs up to the guy's yard, yanks the flag off, and then runs. I'm like, dude, that is number one, that's not going to solve the issue that we're having right now. Number two, you're stupid. Number three, you could die from that. So I think these people really need to, you know, I mean, mean, again, it's it's all about the likes. It's all about who's going to, you know, is it going to go viral if I do this? You know, if if I pee on the Statue of Liberty, it's just going to go viral, you know, and, you know, because people are doing that with the the American side. They're you know they're, they're doing the challenge where they're you know they're I mean that I think this woman they're they're wiping their ass with the flag now, or they're doing you know just or they're stepping on it. They're doing the, the crit walk on the American flag. I'm like, okay, look, <laughs> it's just not funny and it's not cute and it's not, it's not mature. I'm sorry, you're not going to get anything passed. No bill is going to pa- look. I'm sorry, and I'm gonna. This is a shout to, to the LHED community. No one in that community, I don't think, ever stepped on an American flag in order to get their bill passed. Okay, so the stuff that they're doing now is dumb. I'm sorry, I just, I just think it's ignorant. Okay, okay, I agree with you. I think if someone's gonna get killed trying to snatch flags off of people's houses and things of that nature. Um, but again, when someone posts posted a video of it, um, I think a little over a week ago, I um, posted it in someone's group, in this political group that I participate in, and I said it's just a matter of time before other people do it, and I said that someone's going to get shot at, you know, and hopefully no one gets injured, but, I mean, the guy that ran up to the person's house, man, you don't know who's going to come out that house firing. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you can't, <laughs> I've never seen anyone, you saying boat is fast, but he can't outrun a bullet. You know, Thank so you. you can't get back to the car quickly enough for the, the when someone has the heat coming in behind you. So I, I don't get why people do that. But, you know, so there are a lot of things that go on on social media that make me scratch my head. All right. And we discussed some of it as far as mixed signals and relationships and uh, political statements and poses for pictures and everything, but let me ask this, and Daddy Rich, I'm going to start with you. Let me get a guy's perspective, and then I'll go to Crystal. Why do you think some women accept, this is Facebook I'm talking about, they accept friendship requests from guys they don't know, but then they get mad when the guys inbox them trying to holler? (laughs) (laughs) Man, man, man. Oh, yeah. 
that's that that's that bipolar stuff right there, man. That you know, it's it's almost like they're inviting it, but then when when it when it comes, like, what do you think you are? But it's basically it's a game. They're playing a game, and you know, they want them to inbox them because they accepted the friendship. They don't know who they are. They, this guy could have killed ten people. You never know, you know. And you know, they're just inviting it. You know, it's crazy. It really is. It's crazy. It it, it makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, I, I I wouldn't do it. You have to check people out. You know, most that's for people that you know in your circle, supposedly. Uh, right. But man, you know, I wow, man, that that's that's that nene stuff. That's you know. <laughs> I, I mean. Crystal, I, I see it all the time. I mean, I saw a post today with this woman who has literally like 4,800 friends. You know, I, I'm 43 years old. I don't know 4,800 people. She has 4,800 friends, and yet she was complaining about some dude inboxing her. Now, her profile picture is provocative. Um, you accepted the friendship. Can you really be mad, or is it the fact that the guy that inboxed her is someone she's not interested in? Is that the real deal? Well, <laughs> speaking as a female, it happens. You know, it's just like with anything. Okay, usually when I accept someone as a friend on on my personal page, I usually look to see if um, if they know somebody I know. You know. Um, or whatever. And if I don't, then mm-hmm. I usually just think it's spam or something like that, you know. But, um, but yeah, that happens. I mean, I've accepted friends, and there are people that I knew. And then, you know, they try to holler at you. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> Do you yeah, know I who that. I am? <laughs> at least you knew them. Don't you remember me? <laughs> so, um, you know, we're still not in the same league. But... I um I think if a person I think if you okay just like with anything I guess if you whether you're at a club or you you know you see somebody on the street or whatever and you you know you go up to them and you, you try to talk to them or whatever I mean the person has one or two things they can say they can say oh how nice yes you know and continue or they can say thank you very much you know goodbye you know so if you inbox me that's what you're going to get, you know, <laughs> it just depends, you know, I mean, if they're actually trying to hit on me, then it's probably I'm not going to go anywhere anyway, and that'll be the end of that, but, um, you know, I don't know, I mean, it happens, so it's, it just happens, and I just think that, you know, like you said, it's just, the person is just not interested in you, so leave it at that, you know, don't, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't get mad about it. Or um, oh, you know, I what I, I guess what she, did she did she post something <laughs> saying that she didn't like the fact that this person? Yeah, she said. I mean, I, I don't you know what I, She said just because you know I friend you doesn't mean that I want you in my inbox. Let me tell you something. Well, what why that are you going to friend them though? Me, you don't, if you don't know them. Well, see, that says to me that she wants someone to know that somebody was interested in her. That's what that means to me. Because otherwise, who gives a shit? That's, um, I mean, it happens all the time. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's nothing to write about. You know, like, it doesn't happen. So I think this person was more 
concerned about everyone knowing that somebody hit on her. Okay. Like, like we care. So I think it's more about her than about any, about the guy or something. That Nene, it's that Nene. That's I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I, I can't agree with what she's saying. I mean, it's like, okay, you don't have to make it a big international incident unless you want people to know, hey, guess what? I got this dude. He wanted to holler at me. So, I mean, good grief. And you told him no. So what difference does it make? Basically, you want to blast him on social media to make you seem like you're this grand thing when – all we know about you is your booty pictures, and that's it. We don't, I don't even know if you have any substance to your any mental capacity, even holding conversation for that matter. So, you know, yeah, I, I agree with Crystal. I mean, it's like, come on, it's not even worth writing about. You're just attention whores, man. Yeah. And if she has a, some provocative pictures out there, then what the hell does she think they're going to respond Exactly. To? Because it's one thing. I, I've heard of people who, like, they may friend someone, and then over time you get – you have conversations with the person like on your wall where you're commenting and you get to know them that way. And over time, you know, maybe they're comfortable enough with inboxing you, but I mean, I mean, excuse me, you're comfortable enough with friending them, you know, because you have mutual friends or something like that. And right. I, I mean, like on, on my personal Facebook account, I have people who I met through a mutual friend. It's like you commented, commented, then over the course of a few months, you felt comfortable with being friends. You know, but you have these people who just friend you just because you ask. Like, you know, I try to promote my radio show, so I, I ask anyone for friendship. If I read your timeline that's probably public anyway and you seem opinionated, I'm going to probably try to friend you because I want you to call the show or give your opinions. So people friend me all the time having a clue who I am. Now, I don't inbox them, but still, they're having a clue who I am. They just friend me. So it's just one of those deals where I, I've always thought, like, well, why friend them if, because, you know, you don't know 5,000 people. I'm sorry. I don't want to know 5,000 people. That's crazy. I don't care. I have, like, three friends, okay? and But I have, like, thousands of friends on my Facebook and other places. I don't care. They're not my friends. They're just people. Whatever. They're audience. <laughs> yeah, you're right. If it's for entertainment purposes, right. who cares who they are? But, you know, <clears throat> as far as, like, you're looking at your circle, I think you should – like watch that closely and, and like Q I, I like what you said about you know a friend of a friend and you know they may have quoted or liked something that you had on a post and you know over time that that person you seen that that person's a good person and right. both of you say okay well let's friend that's a good deal what, what I'm looking at is these people that's just strolling through and trying to find people just boom, boom, boom. And, you know, saying, you know, they, they friend you, you friend them back. Okay. Oh, well, then, you know, well, what, why are you friending me? If this guy's in Los Angeles, California, and this chick's in Knoxville and she's strolling through because it's not going to come up suggestions because that's not in her region. You know, <clears throat> this guy comes in and I understand on, on that. Like I said, if you're a public figure, entertainer, entertainer, whatever, whatnot, right. you know, that's great. But in that situation, you're inviting someone to inbox you. That's just the invitation to me. I mean, that's, it seems to me that's what that is because you have no clue what this person's about. Okay. You're right. Exactly right. They don't know. All right. Let me go to the 601 area code, the Magnolia State of Mississippi, and bring on my man Eminem. 
Eminem, what's happening, bro? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Not much. Eminem, here's another way um, people are social media copycats. Whenever an incident occurs now, be it a fight, car accident, you know, explosion, whatever it may be, everyone takes out their phones to film instead of calling 911. Is there a way we can curb this behavior, or is it too far gone? Well, it's it's pretty much too far gone. I mean, it's in the same category with uh, something that, that we've been hearing really since we was kids, how, you know, when you turn on the news, it's always going to be like something tragic or controversial. It's going to always be a much hotter topic uh, than something positive or good or whatever because of demand. So as long as there's a demand for, you know, uh, uh, at the edge, real life, gory, you know, whatever, you know, and, and, and it's the decent people that's driving it, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, you take a guy that's, you know, pretty deep in the streets or whatever, it's just like, you know, YouTube and seeing somebody's uh, aftermath for somebody getting shot, you know, and th- that's really no big deal because, you know, you probably done did it yourself or used to seeing it. It's the people that 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 uh, that's on the other side that's drive all that bullshit, so... That's the that's the hypocrisy in all of it, you know. It's like uh, it's like I seen something. I don't know how true this stat is or nothing, but uh, it was supposed to have been like a uh, thing where when they was looking at uh, and I'm I'm trying to make the correlation, but um, like for hotels, uh, a lot of hotels get more uh, uh, premium porn. Uh, Buys doing like uh, you know religious conventions more so than anything else. So it's that right. same thing, you know. It's like it's like the people who don't want to be in the streets or the people who don't want to live on the edge are the ones that's driving all that. You know, YouTube it literally, you know, uh, upload it and like it and view it. Those are the people that's driving all that. So. You know, that's that's always going to be a demand for it. It's too far gone. It's not going to stop. It's killing the uh, all kind of creditable uh, uh, media or, or personal media that try to keep it decent for the family. You know, now if something happened to a loved one, uh, you know, it's like, shit, man, you, you got to hope that the uh, paramedics get there first before, you know, somebody uh, starts filming. And, and I, I remember... Uh, the first time I actually experienced this was uh, uh, Q. Matter of fact, we we was, we was working together. It was a you know a guy there had uh, sent his emails around showing all this shit from uh, Katrina that was like filmed by regular people. It was like you know real gory with you know people dead and all that. And I'm sitting up here like you know you know ain't nothing cool about ain't nothing fascinating about that. You know looking at people dead, but I mean but some people was getting off on that shit so. And it seemed like it's, every year it's get worse and worse and worse, you know, so it's fucked up. Okay. Yeah, no doubt. I think there are um, going to be many incidents in the future of people dying because other folks just don't want to, um, you know, take the time to try to call 911. They want to be that person who gets interviewed on Good Morning America about their film, you know. And it's kind of sad that that's what we have to deal with now. 
So, all right, a few more questions. I just coming up with questions off the top of my head on this one. Crystal, let me go back to you. You know, people like to lie and wait just to hate on social media. Uh, first of all, do you have any social media haters, Crystal? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're trolls. That's what they're called. They're trolls. Yep. Just every time you say something or do something, they, um, you know, they just attack you. I had a lot of that when I did um, my Celebrity Buzz video. And, oh, those um, were funny. Yeah. I miss those. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I'll come back to those later. But, you know, I mean... But yeah, they they got I got a lot of hate for some of the topics because you know I'm opinionated and um, some people didn't like what I had to say, <laughs> so they told me about it and and sometimes I went back and forth with people and it's like okay wait a minute this is so crazy why am I doing this <laughs> why am I right but yeah you can get caught up in and really get pissed off and but yeah you know I've had haters absolutely. Sure. I mean, I mean, I think it's I bring out something in people sometimes, so I try to tone it down. That's probably why I stopped doing the show for a little while, the video show. But because mm-hmm. I got really sick of arguing with people, and I really, I mean, it was like, are you serious? But yeah, oh well. I mean, so um, Dre, how do you suggest a person stop or deter or deter trolls um, on social media? There, see that that's that's the catch twenty two because if no matter what it, no matter what you post whether it's something inspirational or something just outlandishly dumb it doesn't matter if the other person that's that's gonna either like it or not and it, you had a little control over that unfortunately I, I at least I don't think so I mean luckily I don't have any Facebook haters thank God but and even if I did I don't even know who they are so. Um, but if you are if you are out there that hate me on Facebook, let me know. Send me an inbox. We'll talk. But but I mean, hmm. I, I, it doesn't matter what you do because they just don't like you, and they're gonna do whatever they they want to do, or say what they want to say, or 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 get real petty, and then they'll subtweet you or they'll subpost you. Or oh something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like okay, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And for those who don't know what subtweet means, that's when they basically post something about a situation that you're discussing, but they don't mention your name. They kind of like right. talk about you without mentioning your name, but they know you're going to know they're talking about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, and it's just like it's just it's too much, man. You want to overload. I'm like, I actually do work eight hours a day, and you know sometimes I I will spend some time on Facebook and do whatever, but for the most part, man, I'm like I don't care. I mean, I, yeah, but I mean, you don't. The, your Facebook haters are their own problem. It's not your problem because you're just doing you. Right. All right, all right. Let me go to the eight five zero area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, and bring on Buck. Buck, what's happening, man? What up? What up? How's everybody doing this evening? Buck, not too much. Wrapping up this conversation, man, and. But what social social media outlet do you enjoy the most? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, which or some other? I don't use Instagram, but I do have Twitter and uh, Facebook. But I use probably Facebook the most. Uh, I do have a Twitter account, but I don't get on it as often as I probably should. But to me, you know, I check my notifications on Facebook, you know, just to see what people are saying and whatnot. 
Um, you know, I may respond to some, you know, some of the stuff if it makes sense. Uh, if it doesn't make sense, I don't say anything or even press like or anything like that. Um, you know, I have some of my games connected to Facebook, so that's another reason why I'm on Facebook probably more than any of the rest of them. But, you know, to me, social media can, it can be a friend or foe. You know, first of all, I don't, you know, I don't do any of this online dating or trying to hook up with somebody on all that stuff. People that's on my Facebook page, they're friends from high school. I think I may have lifetime maybe three or four people that are work people or work-related people on my Facebook page. Um, and that's pretty much it. But, um, and maybe some, you know, some close friends I grew up with that are on Facebook mm -hmm. as well. But other than that, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not one of these, you know, I don't, I don't live, sleep, eat, drink Facebook all the time. You know, I could go three or four days or five days without, you know, my notifications would get up to 75. And I'd go in there and check them all at one time say something if I need to, don't say something, and then go on about my business for the next three or four days. Facebook, I'd rather look at my NFL update or NASCAR or something like that on online versus going to Facebook every day. Uh, or, okay. or looking at the USA Today. You know, look, I do get the USA Today on my phone. So right. those things God are a little bit more important. God forbid you oh, read something rule. like that. You know, something that's oh, yes, sir. longer than 140 characters. Right. Uh, I ain't got time they got time for all the bullshit. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Daddy Rich, let me go back to you, man. Will, will social media essentially replace dating and hanging out with your friends? I mean, is that what we're looking at five to ten years from now? I hope not, man. <clears throat> I really do. We, I don't think so, man. I think people are smarter than that. They, you know, I don't know though, man. It's it's done a lot, you know. It's made ways, but I don't think so, man. I think people still want to interact, you know. Still want to go have a good time amongst each other, you know. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I think everything will will. I mean, it may change a percentage, but I don't think that it'll really be like just take over. I think people still want to get out and and venture out and meet new people and you know, have a good time, find different places to have a good time. You know, it's always great to get out and journey just like when you were young and you, you journeyed out from the house and got further and further away where you could do more things, you know, yeah. and meet more people. So I, I think people will still be curious to meet other other people and other personalities. So I, I think they'll keep the social media situation for what it is, but you'll have those that'll do that because they'll – you know, that's just what they do. That's the way everything goes. Okay. And, Crystal, what do you think? Um. Well, yeah, it's almost going that way now. I mean, people are just pretty much lazy. And, um, and they are meeting people, and they just kind of leave, <clears throat> leave their social life to, you know, their Internet life. But I guess it really depends, um, especially, like, if you're working all the time and, you know, you're seeing people every single day, and then you get home, you're like, you know what, I don't need anybody in real life anymore, so let me just get online and just chill, <laughs> and I can wow. talk that way. <laughs> or is that just me? <laughs> but, but, yeah, I think that um, hopefully it won't go to that level. I think... People, especially the younger kids now, since they grow up in the in the digital age, 
they um, they kind of mesh those worlds together pretty good. Um, the internet world plus their actual friends and people around them. So, you know, I, I don't think it will go to a fact where no one is talking to anybody. But um, I think it will be an outlet for those who don't necessarily want to talk to a lot of different people or they don't for whatever reason, you know, more introverts or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it works for them. Um, I think more of those people will continue to do that. But I think people who are outgoing and who, you know, like people, need people, they will still want to be around actual people and and be out. Okay. All right, well, last question on this topic. And um, Eminem, let me ask you this. Uh, On social media, you know, when it first came out, it was for the people. But now it's for profit. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, all of them make have made a lot of money. Should paid sponsorships be allowed on social media? Um, you know, ads and pop-ups or whatever, or is that defeating the original intent of cyber expression? Well, it's that's a uh, that's a hard one to call because if it's 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 social, but at the same time, you know the the basis of the country is uh, small businesses, and you know so it's more small businesses than large, and it's going to be real hard for somebody not to kind of take advantage of that. You know, it's just like it's almost like uh, well. Uh, those of us who are boxing fans kind of remember this going back maybe 15 years ago or so um, uh, when some boxers were actually getting, uh, you know, <laughs> something painted on their back or trunks or something like that, you know. Oh, they, yeah, their ads. Yeah, so it's, 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 almost, it's almost impossible uh, for anything to come out that involves, you know, human interaction where somebody doesn't, say, well, damn, man, you know, I got a thousand people uh, uh, viewing everything I'm saying. It's it's, it's going to be real tempting not to plug something. And, you know, once that happens, then somebody else say, well, damn, man, you know, I got a degree in marketing, so I could really do this. And, you know, it'll just, it, it, I think it's one of the things where it, it was never meant to turn like that, but it, it took such a life of its own that it just kind of blew up. And now you got other stuff going around. Uh, I was involved in one uh, indirectly I never heard of, but it, it wasn't spam or anything. It actually worked uh, where companies are going through other companies, um, and they just basically say, okay, if you get people to like us, we'll donate this to your nonprofit or whatever. And, you know, I'm just saying, so it's just like, it's like they they do it in a way where even the most skeptical person sometimes can get pulled in to the point where it's just like, okay, uh, I guess this is okay to an extent. But now, with that said, to keep it fair and for the people, as long as it's not censored, that's the problem I have Have uh, if things start being censored, you know, like, like uh and, and I'm not trying to change the topic, like but just like me as a person, you know, I don't give a fuck about the rebel flag. But 
at the same time, I don't want people to start censoring stuff like, well, uh, if somebody posts something, they can't say it and all that kind of shit. You know? Right. Hello? Because uh, somebody might okay, get offended. I, say, I was like, there wasn't no drive-by, was it? <laughs> not, not quite. <laughs> you know, you know, like, you know, <laughs> you know. I got to ask them and them because I know how it is in your, your Oh yeah, it, it, it can get crazy now. But you know, like if if a page was saying, you know, sponsored by, you know, blah blah blah. Now would this be censored if if uh, a blog is is somebody blogging in and they using explicit or they using uh, something that might be considered racial or something that offends the gay community right. and all this stuff. I'm just saying, as long as they don't censor it, it's okay. But when they start getting so big with the ads and all that to somebody owns everything and all this shit, then they be like, okay, well, hey, this is sponsored by, you know, blah, 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 ABC family, but, you know, we don't want you guys to use any profanity because it might be one kid up surfing at 2 a.m. that might see F-U-C-K and, you know, say, Mommy, what does that mean? Is that how I got here and all this shit? (laughs) <laughs> but um, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, though. And I, I do think that, uh, I mean, censorship, of course, is definitely a problem. I mean, if this show was ever censored, we wouldn't have much to talk about. But um, I, I, as far as paid advertisements on social media, it, sometimes I hate it because it takes away from what's actually being said. I mean, you're not seeing some of your friends um, and what they post because it's being replaced by some Nike ad, you know, or something like that. So I do think that it takes away from the the original intent of, of social media. But we're going to take a quick break right now, and I'm going to move on to one last quick topic of extreme parenting. You're listening to the Talk to Q Radio show. No experts, just a, just opinions. Here is The Daily Scream. I'm Will Robertson. This is The Daily Scream. Ah, here we go. So I read in the newspaper today that fast food companies now have a new marketing gimmick, angle, scheme, idea to make their food more healthy. I'm not sure they're doing this because Americans have figured out that getting 20 burgers, 10 fries, and a gallon of Coke for 99 cents is too good to be true. Or that we're the largest country in the world via body mass. But they're changing. Kraft Macaroni and Cheese says no more yellow and orange food coloring. Mickey D said that they're simplifying their chicken recipe by taking out something called maltodextrin. Look, if you have something in your food that sounds like something you'd take if you were poisoned by that food, it shouldn't be in the food. Fast food companies have taken this pimp my ride philosophy. Make it look sexy, supersize it, anything to make you feel like you're living the high life at a low price. But putting $5,000 of accessories on a $500 car is only making it look like a deal until you drive it. Fast food companies, if you really want to increase your profits over time, keep your customers alive longer. Get my cartoons at willsays.com. All right. My thanks for, to Will Roberts for his daily screen, 347202. Oh, yeah, I don't need the number. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> Here's another case of extreme parenting. This father uh, found out that his son was a bully in school. Now, his son looks like he's high school age. He looks fairly grown, 16, 17, 18. He found out his son was a bully, so he took his son down to the local gym 
and put him in the ring with a quote-unquote professional boxer. And I don't know who the guy was. But um, he put headgear on the boy and made him go a few rounds with the boxer. Now, initially, um, when the fight first started, you know, the boxer just kind of just taking it easy and letting the boy throw some punches. Then he hit the boy with a body shot and just doubled the poor boy up. <laughs> At that point... <laughs> The boy did not want to fight anymore. You could tell he didn't want to fight after that body shot. He ran to the corner, and his dad turned him around and said, no, nah, you know, go ahead and fight. Come on, tough guy. Hit back. Hit back. And uh, so the guy just goes off on the boy. And then midway through the fight, they took the pro boxer out, and they put in a younger boxer who was, you know, a teenager also. And the younger boxer just hooked him up. And this got over 1.5 million views on YouTube as of Sunday. And people are wondering if it's appropriate or not. Because when you look at the photo, the boy's mouth, even though he was wearing the headgear, he's busted up. He's bleeding all over the place. I mean, he got hooked up pretty bad. So <laughs> let me start with you on this, Crystal. I mean, how do you feel about a father putting a boy in the ring with a professional boxer to teach him about being a bully? Um, Actually, I think that's a pretty ingenious idea, actually. Um, <laughs> I think that's pretty good. I mean, I'm sure the boxer didn't, you know, knock him out or anything. At least he didn't get knocked out. And so, um, and he probably could have knocked him out. I mean, not professional. So, so yeah, I mean, I think there's one way to teach him that someone bigger, someone stronger can kick your ass. And um, so maybe that's what he needed. Maybe he figured... The father figured, I'm not going to be able to kick his ass anymore, you know. Um, maybe he needed to get it from someone who actually knew what they were doing um, and and to show him what he does to people to smaller than him, you know, or whatever, weaker. So, no, I thought that was a great idea. I think it's ingenious. Okay. Um, Dre, what do you think? I I think that's probably one of the better ones um, that I've heard about. I didn't I didn't see the video, but um, it's in the Facebook um, the T two Q group for those that haven't seen it. Okay, so here's my thing. The only problem that I have, and this is with not just this guy, but all of the people. Why are you putting it on social media? What yeah. purpose are you serving? I mean, if you want to teach him a lesson, great. I mean, I, I I agree. I think it's a good idea. It's in a controlled space, you know, and it's going to teach you. Like Crystal said, you're going to teach you. There's all, there will always be somebody bigger than you, you know. So but my thing is, okay, do you have to post it? Is it necessary? Like the guy that shot up his daughter's laptop, is that really necessary? The guy that did the, the, do the George Jefferson haircut, was that necessary to put on social media? I mean, a lot of it isn't, but the, the the lesson that you get is fine. I don't, you know, parents, you have the right to do what you have to do in order to get your child to act right, or they won't end up a statistic out in the street. But why are you making it viral? That's my only question, and I just don't think it's necessary. Okay. Daddy Rich, how you feel about it, man? Hey, I, I, they hit it right. It's, he did good, man. He, you know, and Dre, you're right, you know, taking it viral that wasn't good you know yes do it that was great man let let show him that like crystal says a bigger kid a bigger person 
you shouldn't do this. Now you see somebody's bigger than you. Now you can't, you're in the same position you put someone else in. You're, you're going to learn right here. But like Dre said, putting it out on social media, hey, man, that's between, that's your family, number one. You know, yeah. it, that's your son. You know, and that's your family. So let's let's leave it off of Facebook and all that. Your son learns the lesson, and I'm sure that the kids are going to find out about it at his school, and they're going to kill him because his lips fat, you know. <laughs> and, and and his dad did this to him. So, you know, he's going to get enough of that when he gets back to school. The social media thing was too far, but, hey, kudos to the guy for, for thinking of that. That's a good one. Okay. Buck, how you feel about it, man? Love it. Absolutely love it. I mean, sometimes you got – sometimes extreme measures call for extreme – you know, it it calls for things like this. Now, as far as the social media part of it, I agree with – I agree that it probably shouldn't have been put on there. But let me let me explain something here. This kid, you know, he's probably – I don't know whether his dad ever warned him about it. You know, like, look, you keep this up. And, you know, I might put this on social media. And maybe, you know, his father did put it on social media to kind of get the kids' attention and say, look, I told you I was going to do it if you keep bullying these kids. You know, maybe that was part of, you know, the punishment as well as it getting his ass whooped in that ring. So, I mean, we, Quentin and I can attest to this. We have one of our classmates, um, I guess, you know, I'm not going to name his name to protect him, but um, he, he kept messing around, messing up in school, and, they, and he had long hair, had long black hair, and he got his hair cut. And I mean, oh, he got yeah. a cut. I think bald, and he <laughs> he made him come to school like that. So that was that was yeah, that was equivalent of what social media would have been then, because he made him come to school like that with a bald ass head. So, and his dad warned him, "Look, you keep fucking up in school, you keep doing this stuff, I'm gonna cut out your house, make you go to school like that." So sometimes, when you've been warned and told over and over and over and over again that this is what's going to happen and you don't believe it. Sometimes you got to, you got to stand your ground when it comes to these kids. You got to be a parent. You can't be a friend of these kids. If he was warned and told, you keep bullying these kids, I'm going to put it on Facebook and you get, you know, you get, you get your ass whooped in this ring. And he didn't believe it. So dad made, he called his bluff and made, and made him believe it. Now, I don't believe you should put it on social media about every single thing that happens. But sometimes... That needs to be put out there so these other ones that are like this kid can realize and understand it's an eye-opener. Look, since kids are not listening to the parents, they're listening to social media, some of this stuff does need to go on social media to make these kids realize that, hey, this could be you getting this, getting your ass whooped in, in the rain. <laughs> so from that aspect of I don't have a problem with it. So right. you teaching so he's teaching that kid a lesson, but it's teaching other kids a lesson. If you don't straighten up, fly right. This could be your ass. It could be something different. You know, you could have your, you could be standing on the street corner washing cars or some shit, or washing, you know, washing your damn house with a damn toothbrush, and you got brick. So I mean, those type of things. So I mean, I think it was a good idea. So glad he got his ass whooped. He teaches ass a lesson. <laughs> All right, Eminem, I'm gonna let you have the final word on it, man. Yeah, man. I think that. Uh... I, I think that, uh, you know, the social media part was just way <laughs> kind of over the top. It's almost you kind of like, open yourself up to, ha you know, to have, you know, criminal charges. Right, but not not only that, it's just almost like, see, like, 
I've been a parent a long time, and I, I never cared about, uh, you know, approval. Like, okay, well, let me do this and, and let all y'all know this how I handled it so I, so, so I can get a pat on the head like, okay, I guess you are a decent dad. Nah, it's about teaching the kid a lesson. But my whole <laughs> yep. thing is I'm looking at the age of the kid because you said he was in there with a professional boxer. I'm saying, like, now, and uh, I, I, I know my experience in school don't represent the world, but at the same time, most kids who are bullies didn't start didn't just say, okay, well, I'm going to start fucking with everybody once I get about 16 or 17. <laughs> Most of that stuff starts on the playground. You know, like we grew up on different strokes with the Gooch and all that. That was key. That was elementary school. So, you know, so, see, <laughs> see when I was, uh, you, know, what, what, you know, all my parenting years, and I'm still going through it now again, is that, um, you know, uh, I'm not saying I have handled like all dads, but most dads gonna be like it's pretty simple. Somebody say, you know, if somebody say your kid picking on somebody, the average dad is gonna probably say what I say. Okay, well, once you figure out what the kid looked like, and it better not be a girl or nothing like that. Well, the average dad gonna kind of look through, gaze through the neighborhood, and be like, well, okay, well you got a choice. Either I'm gonna whoop your ass, or you gonna go over there and do the same thing to them boys standing right there. And, and then now if the kid got nuts, they'll go ahead and go over there. But nine times out of ten, that ain't going to be the case. See what I'm saying? And you kind of nip that kind of shit in the bud first, second, third grade. I never heard of somebody handling a bully when they got big enough to be in the ring with a professional boxer. Number one, if it were me, that wouldn't really be the best lesson because I'm sitting up here looking at my peers just like, well, hey, man, yeah, I got my butt kicked, but uh, shit, man, you know, at least I lasted two rounds. Y'all couldn't have went that long, you know. But it's more embarrassing when you get, you know, beat up by somebody your own age. And if the boy, this sounds bad as a parent, me saying this, but but my thing is all about respect and, and, and being fair about it. You know, if if you picking on Urkel every day and you scared <laughs> everybody else, I got a problem. But they say, man, your son picked on, your son's picked on Urkel on Monday. And they was fucking with Stone Cold on Friday. Well, shit, I'm sitting up here like, well, hey, man, you know, I don't like it, but, you know, I got to respect it. I ain't going to tell them that, but I'm just sitting up here like, well, shit, I guess they just like to fight because they fighting people who going to beat them up or they going to beat them up. But like I say, usually, usually, usually nobody waits till they damn near grown to start bullying people. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to use the word never, but somewhere the father – or the parents or whatever ignored this shit. Unless it was a situation where the where the, the kid was raised somewhere else and the and the man just kinda started being around his kid or something like that and he's like, Oh hell nah man, I ain't know you were doing this. But if that boy been with his dad the whole time like that, there's no way the man's just not knowing that because you're gonna have report after report, report from mm-hmm. teachers and everybody else saying, you know, Mr Jones, could you come to the school? You know, you know, nobody just wake up and say, man, you know what? I'm finna go to school and just fuck with somebody today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> every, every bully I know, every bully I know started a head start. Head start is where, where I re- clearly was really, you know. By, by high school, you know, I got so beat down or beat up or whatever. It's just like, you know, you know, kids, you know, starting to experiment with gangs and all that. I 
mean, too many people ain't messing around in high school because then, you know, hell, you know, shit. It's like, okay, if you jump me, I'm going to tell my cousin, and, you know, he already grown and all this shit. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like the 90210-type stuff, man. That, that ain't like that. You didn't take that shit out of me. <laughs> All right, Eminem, I appreciate that, man. Man, you be killing me. Man, so he can wake up and decide he's going to be a bully. All right. <laughs> On tomorrow's show, January, July 15th, January, July 15th, Amazon Prime Day, for those who don't know, we will discuss relationships, you know, believe actions, not words. I mean, this is something that gets everyone caught up at times, feel badly when it happens to us because it's human nature to think with our hearts instead of our heads at times. However, there's a chance that we can ultimately make the best decisions for our hearts if we learn to focus on actions and not words. Now, I know it's easier said than done, but people woo us with their promises and compliments all of the time while their actions show the complete opposite. Now, on the flip side, some people tell us they don't like us or care for us, yet their actions on Wednesday show, I'll run some items by my show legends and callers so we can listen and know what we can do in order to stay focused, stay focused on actions instead of words. Wednesday, July 15th at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. But go with final thoughts, and Crystal, I will start with you. Okay, uh, good show as usual. Um, let's see about the bullies. Um, yeah, Emma's right. You don't, you don't wake up and just become a bully. You've been a bully for a long time. <laughs> and it, everything, it does start in the playground. Absolutely. I remember when I was in New York and, and I was young, I would get my ass kicked every time we moved. And I would have to fight in order, I mean, the very first day. But then once I fought, I was okay. So that's the test, and so every kid has to go through that, you know. So you real you realize where you are, um, I guess, in the pecking order, um, just by that alone. So the bullies, quote unquote, are watching that type of thing. I I was never bullied. I was probably on the other side. I really I didn't realize I was on the other side until much later. Not that I was a bully, but, yeah, I was in a different kind of crowd, and I didn't realize other people had such a hard time in school until after the fact. I was like, wow, <laughs> that was pretty bad. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't believe that it is. It sounds like a, yeah, like a guy who came into the situation later on and then realized, you know, or, you know, maybe – he was living with his mom most of the time, and then she just said, I can't take it anymore or whatever. You need to help. You need to do something. And maybe this is what he thought to do, which is, was a good idea, I think. But I agree with Eminem on that. Um, let's see. What did we talk about earlier? Social media copycat. Social media. I know. When we get there you go. Stuff. I know. So Eminem <laughs> took you around the world. You forgot, huh? <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, with social media, um, basically the rules of social media is, you know, you you get in what you put in. I mean, what do you want out of it? You know, if you want just personal stuff, you know, like a lot of people do, then you just accept people that you actually 
like and know. And then you there is you have to go into your Facebook and then choose your options of privacy because you can you can make it down where actually no one sees you except for the actual people that you really want to talk to. So you never get that kind of outside stuff. And some people just like the fact of having so many numbers, even in their personal Facebook pages, which I think is kind of interesting, but uh, they just like numbers. And even though they don't have a brand, they just want they like a whole bunch of people to like them. So that's kind of weird. And then the whole thing, if you're going to post something, ladies, if you, you know, you're going to put your breast out there, put your ass out there, guys are going to look at it and they're going to talk about it and they're going to, you know, comment on it because that's what you're advertising. So don't get mad, you know, <laughs> if someone says something to you because, you, you know, you got your breast all up in the picture. I mean, come on. So, but anyway, good show. Look forward to tomorrow. Gracias, mi amiga. Dre mm -hmm. making his first virgin voyage into T2Q. Got his cherry popped. Popping, 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 popping stuff over here. That was a great. This is a great show. Um, I appreciate you having me on. Um, I, you know, I'm normally doing the Twitter thing, but I just, you know, I got to call in because I mean, it's just okay. You know, I didn't feel like typing tonight. So anyway. Um, I'm glad I called. Um, you know, I tweet chat definitely was good. wasn't. Yeah, I definitely wasn't disappointed. So I mean, that's always a good thing on here. Um, good content. I love <laughs> the Eminem. Just yeah, <laughs> Eminem just put me on something. So I couldn't even think after I was laughing so hard. But yeah, man. I mean, ladies, if you're gonna put your boobies and your buddies out, your butts out like that, just make sure everything matches. Because I mean, there's nothing worse than you having a yellow top with some, you know. I mean, if you just got to do it, let it match at least. I mean, good grief. But seriously, um, just, I mean, you don't even have to do all of that, man. Most men, the real men out there, don't even care about all that stuff. You want to see, save that stuff for in the privacy of your own home or something like that. You know, you got to put that out there just for the likes. That's crazy. You know, don't, you know, why market when you don't have to? But, you know, and then as far as, like, the bullying goes, I was, a, I was bullied in, in, in school when I was a kid. So you? I know all about that. Yeah, man. Dude, that's like, why do you think I try to be so damn funny? Because I wanted, I'd rather talk to myself out of it and make you laugh and then all ass the other way. I mean, I remember, I remember when I was in my first or second grade, the Steele brothers, right? Two white kids. Oh, wow. Go to the Catholic school. These kids, you know, Paul was in my grade. His brother William was in the grade below us. And, you know, they would do that. They would, you know, you know, and they and they would they would bully the hell out of me sometimes, and it was it was crazy, and you know until I got to the point where, you know, I just had it enough. I mean, I didn't win the fight, but you know, he knew not to mess with me again. So you know, and so I know, and it's why I tell my kids, man, it's like don't don't go in there bullying people. You know, people are gonna think you soft, whatever. If you don't fight back until they until they hit that switch, and then. All hell breaks loose, and then the kid is an oh crap! I didn't know what I, I didn't know he had it in it. So well, I guess you, you shouldn't have been messing with him. So, but yeah, bully bullies suck to me. Bullies are the scum of the earth. I don't like bullies, and I've despised them from day one. And I always feel like they get what they deserve when they get their asses kicked. But, yeah, it's always funny to see those videos. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's my whole take on it. But thanks for being thanks for. Uh, have me on the night. Great show, and I will be back. Trust me. Thank you, sir. Definitely 
invite you to come back anytime. Daddy Rich, you also you're also making your maiden voyage in the T2Q, man. I mean, you've done the the sponsorship thing with us and blessed us with some music, but now you put the knowledge behind it. Go ahead and give your final thoughts. Man, good show, man. I I love it, man. Uh, I like talking about this stuff. Uh, Eminem, maybe that guy's dad, maybe he had uh, gave him that whooping where he thought he broke him and it just didn't break him. And so maybe he just knew he had to go on further because you know when when your daddy gives you that whooping when 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 he breaks your ass and you know then <laughs> hey man I'm I'm not fucking with him no more because <laughs> this nigga's gonna kill my ass you know what I'm saying <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that could be the point that that man thought he gave him that and it just didn't it didn't work so he said okay nigga I'm gonna have to take you somewhere else and let me think about this. And that may be why the outcome came of that, but you know it, that that was great. And then the 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 chicks putting their stuff out there like that, man, that's crazy. They know what the deal is, man. That you know, don't do it, don't do it, don't act like that. Have class about it. You if if you're doing stuff like that, you're attracting it. You know the deal. Uh, you know. Uh, but man, I didn't really get bullied. I, I I was more laid back. Daddy Rich was laid back. I hung with the stoners, you know, and the athletes, so I got by. Yeah, you were good. <laughs> yeah, I got by, man. I got by. So yeah, man, good show, Q. Good show. I, I will come back. I appreciate it, man. Love to have you back. All right, but give you two cents, bro. That in a little late tonight, but uh, great show for what I heard. Uh, as far as social media goes and women putting this stuff out there, they know what they're doing. You know, the ones that really tripped me out are the ones that out there. And then when you start getting them back, then they're going like, oh, I, you know, why are you such a pervert? Yeah, you put Look what you're putting out there. You know, you're putting yourself out there, you're <laughs> hanging out. You know, are you upside down? Why are you? you <laughs> and then they go like, you're such a pervert. Well, look, bitch, you put that out there. I'm a big pervert. You, my tongue going to be all out. I'm going to be like a damn rabid dog with your ass all this shit hanging out. Ass all out. You know, I'm coming out from one of the pants and all that shit. So what, that's what you're getting. But, you know, for me, you know, I'm a classy guy, so I want a classy lady. I want you to cover the stuff up. The best things in life, all these gems and stuff. Like, like Muhammad Ali said, you got to dig for that stuff. I'd rather dig for it behind closed doors. I don't want to see it as soon as I meet you. You know, I want, I want a classy lady. So, you know, don't put it out there. I want to see it behind closed doors, not when I meet you in the restaurant or wherever we go. So, you know, damn sure I don't want to see it on social media. And I, I'm not a social media meet person online, you know, to try to date anyway. I don't, I don't believe in all that shit. I'd rather meet you in person because the ones online is too fabricated. I'd rather meet you in person and then that let me know what's up from there. But um, as far as, you know, as far as the dad, like I, I already spoke my case on that. I'm glad the dad put him on social media. Maybe, you know, maybe it was a situation where, you know, he didn't break him and he had to break him. And um, in any event, you know, I think the dad knew. And the bottom line of it is, is he probably was warned or whatnot, and his ass didn't heed that warning and got his ass put out on social media. And sometimes you got to do, you got to be a parent. And this is one of those instances where you got to make tough. Sometimes there's tough decisions that have to be made as a parent. And to you know, but to me, it's not. I don't ever look at it as tough. It's this a job. You got to do it. 
you know, that's what you put, that one of the reasons why you put down here. So these little bastards and little bitches don't act right, you got to put them in a different place. That's what's up, like that. Damn place. But sometimes they got to be broken. And that's what, I mean, everybody's got that's something that they're going to have to go through. When they, either they're going to have to go through when they in their young stage or their teenage stage especially. Some one of these days they're gonna push a button that they shouldn't have put their hands on, and then when they push that button, you got to react, but you got to react strong, and you know put their ass in their place. You know they say they want to leave home, give them, hell, help their ass pack, and throw their ass out, and see how long they last. <laughs> I had one. I had one of my older ones try try me like that one. Say, go ahead, get your shit and get the fuck out. And I threw that damn luggage out there in the damn yard. He looked at me like crazy. I'm going to tell my mother, said, go tell her. And she's going to tell you the same damn thing. <laughs> I, I beat you to the fucking phone. I beat him to the phone. And he said, hey, I picked your son out. And she goes, good. I'm glad you did it. I said, you're here, man. Don't not grow somewhere. I don't want to be kicked out. I said, we well, get your ass back in here and you're going to follow the rules of this house. And that was the end of that. That was no more of the story. And sometimes you have to, you have to you have to do those things, and you can't be scared of you can't be scared to do it because, you know, now we live in a society where you you know they tell you you can't do this you can't do that bullshit this is my kid I'm gonna do what I need to do to make sure this joke will, I don't want him to be a statistic. And if you don't do what you need to do as a parent, then you falling short on all where else are you falling short on? So these are things that you have to do. And if you got to put that ass on social media to make a point, so be it. But other than that, everybody have a great night. And I love love the show tonight and can't wait for tomorrow. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. And Eminem, shut it down, man. Keep it under three minutes for me if you can. Oh, man, that's going to be tough. But great show. That's impossible. Of course, every show that I call in on is considered great because I just love hearing myself. And, of course, I love the company of the legends and, and the great form that T2 Cool gives. But, uh, but uh, man, as far as the uh, the social media and the chicks or whatever, you know, uh, all the comments are great. I mean, I, I can't argue with that. But at the same time, uh, for the – for the men out there who are less classy and who are less modern, who think like an animal, uh, I would like to say this on behalf of those guys. It's nothing more irritating than having a just gorgeous woman become your friend. Uh, and, you know, you know, the average straight man kind of eases his mouth over to the photos and you see picture after picture of bullshit, like cats and all that shit, and you stroll in and say, okay, 100 pictures, it's going to be something on here like, you know, maybe the bitch got a tight dress on from uh, a no, certain no, holiday no. or something, you go through all that, and you ain't got shit, like, goddamn. Then, you know, so naturally, the woman who exposes more is going to get more attention. So a lot of females like, oh, I know that bitch ain't got more views than I have, and then when some of these hoes start competing, then it benefits the males who just like to, you know, uh, see these great attributes these women got. So now one show this, now other one show that. Now this one show this, the other one show that. So uh, I, I think it's uh, I think it's great. Uh, it almost took the 25-cent peep shows out of business, you know, and it's out there now for free. <laughs> 
You know, you, you don't have to, you know, go to Mardi Gras or nothing. I mean, it's just, you know, shit. You know, you just start clicking and, uh, you know, especially you got some young chicken heads on there. Especially they super mm-hmm. ghetto, man. They, they, uh, you know, I mean, you you'll see damn near anything. I mean, shit. You know, it's like, you know, you can damn near count the pubic hairs on them motherfuckers. They so wide open. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did, did y'all see the? <laughs> It's great for relationships. You know, of course, you know, you know, uh, how I feel about that, anything. Anything different relationships, you know, you got to pass 13-13. But, uh, but since the bill hadn't passed. Since they hadn't had sense enough to pass it yet, uh, one of the things that probably may help I found it very useful for me uh, to see how serious a young man is about a woman. You know, I always had a, a, a F-E-F mentality, and that acronym is fuck em first. And if you're interested afterwards, <laughs> then... M-E-M? <laughs> F-E-M. <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And you know, so yeah, you have to do a pimp perspective on that one. Yeah, yeah. If if you fuck <laughs> them first, if you fuck them first, and you still think about that bitch two weeks later, either two things, either <laughs> either you, either it's love at first sight, which is you know great, or either she got some good pussy, which is even better. So, um, you know, you can't go wrong either way. So. Uh, I think, you know, with that approach, with the social media and the chicks exposing themselves, makes it even easier. Because then you don't don't have to feel uncomfortable, you know, just kind of coming at them a certain way. Uh, You know, and it's kind of like Buck said, you know, it's like, well, shit, you know, you're putting it all out there like that. So, you know, if you send something back real nasty and straight to the point, it's like, they call you a perv after that. It's like, well, hey, well, fuck you too. But, uh, (laughs) you know, but, uh. But I, I just think it's great, and uh, like I say to this day, man, uh, I'll always be, you know, in a in a in a certain way, I'll always kind of be jealous of this generation. You know, we had to do shit the hard way. You know, uh, <laughs> you, you had to, you know, you had to hear about certain stuff, and then because uh, I always had, and matter of fact, I wasn't a bully, but I used to do shit like this. You know how Cube and old boy did. Uh, the cat on the end of the players club, they like, man, she'll let you fuck her, man. We ran a train on last week just pumping this dude up and then let him make a fool out of himself and laugh at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> I used to do that type of shit. It was so funny. You know, you pump the dude up, you know, lie, have him thinking that, you know, he really got a shot at this chick. You're lying about the girl, and then you watch him, you know, approach her, and then everybody just kind of sit back and just crack up on him. You know, that that's that's, you know. That's the good old days. Now it's just like it's all out. Do you there. remember that scene, Eminem? That was a bad scene. That was a very bad scene. That wasn't a good one. <laughs> okay. Oh, that, that, was, I mean, that, was, that was that was great because, I, I, matter of fact, I don't know if me and Q was still working. I think, I think we was, because oh, I said, dude deserved an Oscar for that. Because yeah, I said, I anybody, you remember I said that at work? Can't and everybody thought I was crazy. Dog. Yeah, because I was just like, man, that dude sold that so well. There's no way, there's no way he was acting. I mean, it was just almost like he went back to high school. Like, what? He's like, man, 
hear the, you know, see, but see, I ain't got no rubbers, though. Man, we got you, man. You know, that was so original <laughs> that I'm like, I don't even know if they, I don't even know if that shit was scripted. I mean, that could have been any hood in the U.S., man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, okay. Let me shut up. <laughs> man, I mean, and dude, dude was all hype and sweating and shit, man. You could tell this nigga dick was getting hard and stuff. They, they was making a fool out of it. I know what his name was. His name was Junior. You know. But, yeah, uh, Junior. <laughs> he's like, a local racist. Like, <laughs> now, now look, now, now you see how everybody reacted. They didn't think he was going to take it that far, but it was just funny how they got him all. Yeah, they did. That's why they set him up. They were setting her up because they knew he was a fucking rapist. So, <laughs> no, they knew he anyway. do that. <laughs> yeah, they did. They knew that shit. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but I think it was, you know, I, you know, movie-wise, I think it was Oscar-worthy. You know, you always see these... <laughs> Harrison Ford, all these people, you know, which are great. You know, they're great. You know, they it's splendid what they do. But I just think that, you know, certain characters uh, like that guy, and of course, my favorite actor of all time, uh, Michael Beach. Certain guys. <laughs> they can sell certain scenes to the point where it's just like, damn, man, you know, this is so real. All right, everybody. I appreciate that <laughs> that dissertation shot. Oh man, <laughs> this man just said something. Mentioned Oscar and Players Club in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't mention Oscar and Players Club in the same sentence as someone as one of the characters was named Oscar. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man, mm. uh, that was I a good movie, though. I got lots of good quotes in that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. then I tell you another one, another part that was real cool about that. It was so hood. It was so true, though. You know how Cuban was shooting in there? He had his head turned, just pulling the trigger. Uh-huh. I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how so many people in the hood get shot in the clubs. You know, because people who shooting, these are not like you know. It ain't like Chris Cowell in that shooting. Hell, these motherfuckers just squeezing the trigger. They just trying to make a scene. Yeah. Scared <laughs> time. <laughs> you know, you know how Q was falling over people and had his head turned. He was, he was closing yeah. the eyes and shooting the gun at the same time. That was so original, man. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you all joining the show tonight. I've had some fun with you all. Thanks for hanging out. The upcoming show schedule can be found at TalkToQ.com. If you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes or Stitcher Radio and get caught up. My thanks to the show legends, callers, and tweet chatters for participating on tonight's show. Thanks to AllBorrow.com and SoulToSoulConversations.com. I also want to thank Sorantos Maloja and stay tuned to hear his newest song in which he's doing for charity. Um, you can download his brand new song for free on his website right now at maloja.com forward slash music dot html. And that's maloja, M-E-L-O-G-I-A. Share it via email or any social media platform with all your friends. You do have his permission. The charity um, for this one is um, DuPage Pads. So everyone have a good night. Peace out and check out Sorrento's Maloja's new song. And um, it's called Easy to Believe, and I'll talk to you all tomorrow.
some, not all. My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. But I, but what he was saying, some of it, it was ignorant. And I'm going to call it how I see it. Cancel this bitch, I buy a number. Oh, my God. You suck it. You suck it. You suck it. You suck it.